Hey guys, happy Monday. This is Crystal and you're listening to the Love More Live Blessed podcast. This is a podcast for moms who need a little more positivity in their day. You can listen in for a new episode every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on parenting, lifestyle hacks, and how to include positivity into your life. My hope is that you'll find the kind of encouragement that you need. So, I don't know about you guys, but it is Monday here and it's President's Day. My kids are off. You might hear them screaming in the background. Right now, my house is a mess. Um, Y'all know I work from home, so I am hidden in the, I guess, the front part of the house with the door shut in the office and trying to, you know, right now I'm on my lunch break recording, but these kids are just so hilarious. My daughters used every single chair from our dining room table. And they create. They made this tent in the living room, so there is just a mess everywhere. It's it's crazy, but we're gonna clean it up later all together. So, not a biggie. So today I'm coming at you with seven simple ways to be a happier mom. Now these are seven things that I found completely, completely will change your life. Um, because I know that they have helped me personally. I know I share a lot about my my positivity and how I didn't, I was not a positive person as a young adult, as a teenager. Um, became a mom at a young age. I had my son when I was 20 years old, and so it's been this work in progress to where I finally feel so good now, and it's amazing and powerful to say that out loud. It's just I feel happy. And you know how there's those memes out there like, I'm so busy cleaning and taking care of them that I forget to enjoy them. That was me for so many years, so many years. And instead of looking back with regret, I'm just grateful that I have finally learned the lesson and that these years have been, they've been filled with so many lessons. Um, But I, I know I'm a better mom. I know I'm a happier mom. And I know that I am a better person in all, all those roles and hats that we wear as moms. I feel good about all of them. And I actually had a conversation with my son um, on Saturday night and I'm like, you know, be on a, on a score from zero to 10 with zero being, you know, not good and 10 being absolute best. Where am I as a mom? And of course he's like 10 mom. I love you. You're my mom. Um, and (laughs) so yes, of course he's going to say that he's my kid. But I also said like, based on, you know, this time now and in the past years ago, like, am I more chill or less chill? And he's like, you're definitely more chill. Um, And then I said, do I yell more? Do I yell less? Do I yell the same? And he said, less yelling. So I think it's working, guys. So I want to share these tips with you today. And he also gave me a hug. And he's 13. So it gets kind of like one day he just loves me so much. One day I barely see him because he just wants to play video games. So who knows? Anyway, let's get on with the tips. So My first tip is to be optimistic. Having a positive attitude will change your day. And if you're happy, that happiness will rub off on your kids and family. So if you're not naturally a positive person, and that used to be me, um, you can change that. You can always read through the positivity series on my blog. So it's lovemorelivebless.com, and you'll see it. It'll say positivity right at the top for you. 
So one quick tip that I have that can change your whole day is to wake up and glam up. So get ready, do your makeup, do your hair. This might mean that you have to wake up an hour before your kids or you might have to skip skimming through Facebook and Instagram first thing, but I promise it's worth it and you'll feel good for the day getting it done and being ready um, at the beginning of your day. So number two is be grateful and appreciative every morning or night. Think of at least three things that you are grateful for. So I try to write in my journal each night. I write down three things I'm grateful for, three things I accomplished that day, and three goals for the next day. Then in the morning while I'm waiting for my coffee to brew, I look at my journal. I transfer the goals that I wrote the night before into my planner so I know what I need to get done. And I also get this boost of happiness and excitement when I read everything I was grateful for from the day before. Um, You can also just try keeping a simple gratitude journal. So they sell those on Amazon. I know I bought one. It's like a five-year one. And so each day um, you can write down like three things. There's not very much room to write. That's why I like using a journal. So Journaling, this might be totally out of your comfort zone. You might be thinking something like, I would never do this, and that's okay. Do it anyway. What I want you to know is this, is when you write down what you're grateful for, you're focusing on positivity, and you'll get more of it in your life. Okay, number three, spend one-on-one time with your kids. It's so easy to forget that our children need one-on-one time with us on a regular basis. This is something I am working on um, because my two oldest kids are so close in age. When we went out to see a play together without the you know baby of the family, the five-year-old, we had such a good time and we were able to have conversations that we wouldn't necessarily have if the if she was there because she kind of steals the show. She's real demanding and we spend a lot of energy just keeping her happy when she's with us. So sometimes they don't get that one-on-one from me. So I need to remember to, um, you know, plan dates with them and even with them separately. So some ideas are just playing basketball together. I know my husband will um, skateboard with my son and he really likes that. Grabbing a burger or going to the movies. If you're short on time, it can be as simple as spending 10 minutes chatting together before bedtime or taking a walk after dinner. Number four, don't sweat the small stuff. When you are tempted to yell, breathe deeply and count to 10. Try not to be the parent who overreacts to everything. That was me, guys. That was me. And slowly but surely, this will cut away at that strong tie and relationship that you have with your kid. So when you're tempted to yell, breathe deeply and count to 10 or be honest with your kids if they're older and ask for some space or some me time. And more times than not, you'll realize that the issue is not worth damaging your relationship over. Um, I just used to be so anal about how the older kids were supposed to do their chores and clean. And just that realization that, you know what, they're not going to do it the way that I would do it. Not even my husband's going to do it the way I'm going to do it. I'm the only one that can do it that way. So why or how can I hold them accountable for that? So. Definitely, like I like my son said, I'm more chill mom. I'm being able to let go of all the small stuff. Number five is love them the right way. So some children need to spend lots of time with their parents. Um, 
and others are built up when they receive an encouraging no. So every child has a different means of expressing their love, and it correlates with how they like to receive it. So I did a breakdown on love languages for kids on the podcast. You can find it. Um, scroll down through the, the podcast episodes, and you'll see it's like love languages part one. But you can also go to lovelanguages.com and find your child's specific way of receiving love. So I definitely recommend this for all families. Take the love languages. Have your kids take it if they're older and make a point of giving love in this way regularly because it builds that strong parent and child relationship. Number six on seven simple ways to be a happier mom is investing time in your or investing time with your spouse. So your marriage relationship needs a lot of love, energy, and time. Again, if you don't know your love language, take the quiz. Have your spouse take the quiz. And even if they won't take the quiz, that's okay. If you're having issues, I, I definitely do recommend the love languages book because it's got some some really good um, real life examples of what different people were going through in their marriage and how they were able to turn that around. Um, and then once you get that love language down, you can make it a point to show love in that specific way, right? And then make it a point to set up a simple weekly date night and get used to spending that quality time with each other again. I have um, simple date night ideas on the blog, lovemorelivebless.com, and it should be in that slider. So just wait a minute and you'll see a picture of um, a wine, I think a wine bottle in a living room or something and, and click on that post and it'll take you there. Um, and I also have come across two blogs that I really like. One of them is intimacy and marriage. And the other one is the stay married blog. So both blogs just kind of opened my eyes a little bit about marriage. And I definitely recommend going through them. And again, it's intimacy and marriage. So just Google that it'll come up with their blog and then the stay married blog. And just read a few of their posts. My last tip, make time for self-care. I know it can be hard to make time for yourself. Trust me, though, it gets a lot easier once you start doing it. I have a, um, I have a lot of self-care ideas on the blog. You can even go on my blog and just search self-care and a lot will come up. But a lot of the self-care ideas I come across include, th- include things like go out on a date with yourself or take a leisurely walk. And yeah, those are awesome ideas. But who's got time for that? If you are not used to taking time for yourself, those ideas are going to be super far-fetched and unrealistic for you. So here's some self-care ideas that you can do every day. You can read a book before bed every night. You can plan a hot bath after the kids are in bed. You can wake up 15 minutes earlier to drink your coffee in quiet and plan your day. You can grab an adult coloring book if that's what you like to do and just doodle for a little bit. You can write in a journal. You can grab some quick drying nail polish and give yourself a manicure. Enjoy a hot cup of tea. Meditate. Exercise at home. Try a new hairstyle. Or even use your breaks at work for self-care. Yes, walk during your break. Call a friend or spend some time on Pinterest. Whatever you like, just do it. And this is stuff that I used to do when I worked outside of the home. I would leave on my lunch break and one day I found a park and I set out a blanket that I had in my in my van at the time. And I just sat there and read, read a book. And it was awesome. So... My best advice is this. Just go with the flow. You can't control everything. And there are going to be days still that you just want to pack up and move away and start over. And you just have to recognize when you are super negative 
and do something to turn that attitude around. If you're feeling super negative, one thing I do is I stay off social media because it just like makes it worse. So that might be a tip for you. Um, when I'm super negative, I get on my, my um, what is that app I use to listen to my podcasts? I don't listen to my own podcast, but I listen. I get on the Overcast app and I listen to Brandon at the Positive Head podcast. And I always feel better after I listen to that. So there's um, there's some really popular episodes from this podcast, the Love More Live Less podcast, that can help you with positivity. So number 77 is simple ways to be more positive. Number 72 is what to do when you feel like you're stuck. And number 64 is what you think about happiness is a lie. So take a listen on those. You can join me on Instagram. My handle is at lovemore underscore live live blessed. I share my real life parenting moments. And if you have questions, email me crystal at lovemoreliveblessed.com. That's it for today. And I will be back on Friday. No, Wednesday. I don't even know what day it is anymore. All right. Bye guys.